0: Hello everybody, it's Steve here. It is Monday morning, uh, or just before lunchtime actually, it's about 11.30 on Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, Easter Bank Holiday Monday. And here is today's audio coaching session. Uh, So just before I get going, I'll explain what we're gonna do. So what we're gonna do today is some some actual near all-out speed work. So we're gonna be doing 10 sets of 200 meters with 200 meters jog or walk recovery in between each 200 meters as hard as you can. So it's going to be 200 as hard as you can. 200 meters jog, walk, uh, jog, jog or walk recovery. Now normally these sessions are great on the track. And, uh, obviously, tracks are shut up at the moment. Uh, but you can find 200 meter space somewhere and go 200 meters in one direction, stop, turn, and go back 200 meters through the jog walk recovery and start again. So it's not, it should be straightforward to do even without a track, but I'm going to try and use a track which hopefully is open to the public today, which is the Cinder Track in Victoria Park. Uh, Victoria Park's only been open, or, sorry, Victoria Park was closed a couple of weeks ago when we had that first bout of good weather at a weekend. But they reopened it this weekend with some tight marshalling and policing. So we're gonna head there and see whether or not the Cinder Track is in use and whether or not I can use it. If not, we'll plan B. We'll head to the Olympic Park and do the session there instead. Let's see how we go. So it's 10 sets of 200 meters as hard as you can with the equivalent distance as a jog or walk recovery. And the purpose of the session is to get the legs turning over, get us working on some speed without killing ourselves aerobically. It'll be hard work, as it always is. But lots of recovery in between, lots of time to relax, get our breath back, let those fatigued muscle fibres settle down a little bit before the next rep. And we're not going to do too many. You don't want to build up too much of an accumulative amount of fatigue. Uh, but we're going to jog for another 10 minutes or so first, and then we'll get into a warm up, and then we'll get into the, into the session. So, what a weekend! Easter weekend. What a dream. 20 degrees, bright sunshine, no Easter traffic. Oh, wasn't it nice? I took a couple of runs over the weekend, one to Hampstead Heath, which is beautiful. Lots of people out, respecting social distancing and being quite cheerful with one another, which is brilliant. Did one altercation with a moped driver once I got. Uh, along some roads. And then yesterday I did, uh, headed down to the quietest part of London at the weekend at the moment, which is the city of London. And I headed down to, uh, the embankment, past House of Parliament, along Birdcage Walk, round the top of Buckingham Palace, and then down the finish of the London Marathon at the Mall. It's just a, it's a beautiful day and it's just a really nice thing to do. It's quite interesting in the world right now. Uh, we're obviously, this is, as I've just noticed, someone messaged me to say we're at the beginning of week four, or we've done four weeks of lockdown. I can't remember which now, it's all starting to roll into one. Uh, And obviously the news isn't good on every single day. It's becoming more normal, the fact that it's not good news. But so is becoming normal, is all the backbiting that exists in the world. And I've been saying it before, in these recordings, and in person, and on Twitter, No. Everyone is under stress at the moment. Everyone is struggling one way or another. Everybody is suffering from some form of grief. We've all lost something. Some people have obviously lost more than others, whether that's in human terms or financial terms. No, it's hitting us all. And we all know life is going to be hard, or harder for a while than it has been for a long while. And grief is an understandable emotional response to that. And grief has many layers. And I think we should all probably aim to be a little bit more forgiving of one another as we go through these times. But social media is just so divisive is the word I normally use. You know, people actively out to cause trouble, wind each other up. Um, but at some, in some instances it's just unpleasant and unnecessary. you, know, you make... I'm not speaking for myself necessarily that you can express an opinion in fact if you look at any journalist or any MP who says anything and then look at the comments that follow what they said you know what people are saying in response it's just endless streams of discussion and debate and blame and hatred it's not really not the time for that is it isn't now the time we're supposed to work together and help one another recrimination can come later there'll be public inquiries I'm sure in the years to come about the decisions that people have been making and the way things are being reported and all that kind of stuff but now's not the time for that my opinion anyway and even as a runner you know are we the evil ones spreading the virus or are we the ones being responsible by exercising, keeping ourselves mentally fresh, boosting our immune systems and keeping well away from other people as we do so it's really hard and social media, and I think Twitter's the worst for it, unfortunately for Twitter, is, uh, it's just rife of, it's just a place for people to go to rant and to moan. Especially now. I think I read quite early on in the, uh, in the days of when social media started to become troublesome and people started to get on each other's backs about stuff I think I read something that I learned quite quickly that when you post a comment whether it's you know you're originating something or you're responding to somebody else the thing to do for your own mental health as much as anything else is to post leave it there Maybe read any responses, but never respond. You're never going to win a Twitter debate with somebody or a social media debate with somebody. They're going to hold their view. You're going to hold yours. And it's just going to go on. Especially if you don't know them. It's obviously even worse if you don't know them. And the other thing to think as well is, which I've said before, is you know what just stop before you say anything and think what position is this other person that I'm responding to likely to be in what is on their mind how might my message be received let's give that some thought and then this leads into a really no- another really interesting topic and uh, again you see this in social media a lot, so there's obviously lots of people doing online classes, uh, fitness training at home, filming themselves. Come on everybody, let's do what I'm doing, like Joe Wick style. And it's fantastic. And you've got a group of people who are trying to help others. You've even got people out on a run recording what they're doing so that you can listen to it yourself. and do it yourself if you want to. But, for every person that's doing something to try and contribute, there is at least one other who is at best snobbish about that. And at worst, just unpleasant. And it's a really frustrating thing that we, in our world, and I don't know if this is a UK trait my sense is sometimes that it is when you look at the media and how they operate sometimes. But people don't like other people doing stuff that's good. Or some people don't like doing other stuff. Doing stuff that other people think is good. And I wonder how many people don't do things because they're worried about what people are going to say and think. And there's a, there's a name for this phenomenon where you're reluctant to enter a new arena or a new world because you don't feel like you can be there and that's imposter syndrome which I'm sure lots of you have heard of. Victoria Park's got an audio message playing out from one of the parks telling us what to do, which is great. Uh, yeah, imposter syndrome is a really interesting thing. It affects lots of people. And why, you know, why do you have the right to do X, Y, and Z? And people don't help that because they're not supportive. And again, early in my uh, my career change, I guess, from when I was working in advertising at the Aegis the Network, and I started to change into becoming a full-time coach. And you know, that was in the back of my mind, really. You know, who am I to do this? And it was only really when I figured out that, actually, you know, what had I been doing throughout my career as a team manager, team leader, and what have you, is I was coaching. I was coaching people. So anyway, all interesting stuff, The uh, this podcast, which I really hesitate to call it, because it doesn't really feel like that, it doesn't feel like it's a, it's a show, it feels like it's me gibbering on while I'm running, uh, the intention is to address or talk about some of these things like imposter syndrome, like how to handle social media. as well as talk about running and all the things we love. And the reason for that is all that breadth of potential content It's because they all apply to running. You know, Imposter syndrome is an interesting one in the context of running. Who am I? I've only been running for five years or three years. Who am I to think that I can run a sub-three-hour marathon? Who am I to think that I can compete at a high level. Everyone has similar doubts, they're just all relative. And then of course there's loads that we do in running as well that transfer to how we can learn in life. But that's all for another day. Today it's all about 10 sets of 200 metres and I'm here on the cinder track. It is open. There's no tape. There's no police marshals. There are three people using it. The closest is 100 meters away. So we're just gonna, I'm not gonna use the track for a while. I'm gonna keep the track clear for that. windy and cold today. Keeps everyone at home. Hopefully not going too crazy. Bank holiday Monday. Back to work tomorrow. Okay. So we're going to start warm up. And we're going to do Eight strides of around about 50 metres. I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to go to. I've got no lampposts or posters or anything. I'm just in the middle of a green space. Lots of crows, but not a lot else. Uh, 50 metres drills on the way back. And Through the eight of these, try and get quicker as you go. Try and get the heart rate up. Try and work on your speed so you can go into the sets. Feeling reasonably good for the first one. And when you're ready, we're gonna take it away, 50 meters. So just increase the pace, stride it out, think about your form. And we're gonna hold it there. And we're gonna walk back to where we were. Up on our tiptoes to start with, get up on your toes. And then back onto your heels. Curling your toes up towards your knees. And up on your toes. Back on your heels. And up onto your toes. And once more back onto your heels. Okay, walk normally. Okay, hand number two, open the legs. Uh, Hold it there. Into walking lunges on the way back, five on each leg. Strides. Really down towards the ground. Chest, knees facing forwards. Looking at me like a mental. Alright Crow. Off we go. Number three. hold it there. Okay, this time on the way back, we're gonna do some skipping. So some nice tall skips. Tucking your knee into your chest as best you can, keeping the knees going forwards. Don't let your knees cross you across the midline in the middle. Well, where else would the midline be? The knees are going forwards. Nice tall skips. Tucking knee into the chest. Okay, and jog. Okay. Oh my crow's gone now. He's had enough of me. Okay, number four. Off we go. Remember to keep picking the pace up a little bit between each one. Open the legs up. Good, hold it there. And we're going to go back into those skips, exactly the same, knees forwards, getting, tucking them up into the chest. Don't let the knees collapse across you when you're ready, if you've not started. Okay, and hold it there. Just jog through. Okay. And number five. Take it away. You to hold it there. Oh, a little bit out of breath. good getting my heart rate up. So we're going into high knees. on the balls of our feet, the tips of our toes, knees up, so your thighs are parallel to ground. Get the arms going. Jog three. Okay, uh, number six. Um high knees again, exactly the same so a little bit quicker so we're going to go fast, fast, fast top of the balls, up you go fast, 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 fast knees up, your toes balls of your feet and jog well that was quite hard to do and speak about at the same time Okay, two more. When you're ready. Number seven. And hold it there. This time we do heel flicks. But we're not going to keep our knees down like the foot fancy footballer flick. We we're looking around, see who's watching us in the crowd. We are heels up, tucked underneath our bum, but the knees are coming up as well. So it's more like riding a bike. Those of you who've done this before, get those heels up to your bum, whilst getting your knees up. A lovely drill, makes you feel like a runner. And jog free. And one more. 50 meter stride. You can see that I'm a little bit out of breath, which is good, the heart rate's getting up. And when we're ready, last one. Good, hold it there. And we're gonna do one more heel flick to on the way back, exactly the same. Doing tuck our heels up underneath our bum and the knees are coming whenever you're ready. Take care, right. the knees are coming through as well, coming up nice and high, getting the heels up, forces you onto your toes. It's like riding a bike. Thinking about the rotation of the hips. Good. And hold it there. Well done. That's our warm-up. Alright, so I've got four, no, three other people on the track. So the way this is going to work is obviously everyone's going to run at slightly different speeds for all out for 200 metres. But we'll all start at the same time. And to help with that, on the assumption that I can put together a half decent session, I will walk, definitely walk the first 100 metres of my recovery, probably jog the second 100 metres but I'll let everybody know where I am, so you've got time to get to where you need to get to for the start of the next rep. There's 10 of these. 200 meters, as hard as you can. Beautiful. A spitting runner. Okay, I'll leave that. Right. That's all I need. We're going to be going in 10 seconds. 200 meters as hard as you can. Going in five, three, two, one, go, okay, number one, 200 metres, as hard as you can, thank you. first 100 meters of recovery. And the bend, so I'm taking the, I'm starting at the 200 meter corner, taking the bend and then the straight. And for those that know the Victoria Park, it's in the track, I'm finishing by by the tree. So I'm now walking around the other bend. Oh, my legs feel surprisingly good. Felt terrible this morning. Not COVID terrible. That's bad night's sleep and... Cabin fever. All that stuff. Okay, just coming around the other bend. Time for another rant, I'm afraid. So Victoria Park is between two and three miles round, or not round, but if you, if you do the perimeter, it's two to three miles round it on a road. But there's acres of grass in between. You know, you normally some football pitches, also just walking land and everyone just runs around the perimeter and I think I always think that's nuts anyway but right now people are getting so close to each other running around the perimeter yet the grass is completely empty very strange but I shall not judge everyone's trying their best okay I've got about 20 meters walk left That, we've had nearly two minutes of recovery. So we're going to go in five, three, two, one, go. Number two. And there we go, into a walk. Mama. So this session is not about killing ourselves in It's not about speed endurance. It's not about marathon training necessarily but speed is good for any distance and working at a higher speed over a short rep for anybody is great because what it's doing is is recruiting muscle fibers that you don't normally use when you're sticking to your normal run pace or your slower marathon paces or your long run paces. So it's waking a few things up that remain dormant for a while. And when you go into an endurance event, it's these muscle fibres that you call upon when the ones you use all the time get tired, which they obviously do. Okay, I'm around 100 metres, I'm going to jog now. Back to the start. So you're going to get less recovery this time. Still about 90 seconds though. I'm back to my start. And we're going to go in 10 seconds. Going in five. Three, two, one, go. Number three. Get the knees up. Get the heels up as well. Throw the arms back like a sprinter. There's some the, holding it there. Phew three into a walk it's also the type of session where the distance is a little arbitrary 200 could be 180 metres could be 220 doesn't really matter the recovery doesn't matter also All about the speed of the legs through the session. Give them a blast. You might find yourself with a nice little dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine hit at the end of this just from the pure excitement of running fast. And it's something a bit different. Rarely do we train at these sort of speeds. Relative to ourselves, of course. Okay, just coming back around the top of the bend. 100 metres, back to my start. I'm gonna jog again. So we've done three. I'm going to go in 10 seconds. Oh, excuse me, Five, three, two, one. go. Number four, get the knees up. Horse done. Into a walk again. Yeah, it's great that Victoria Park's open again and that the cinder track is in full use. 400 meters of gravelly grit with wide bends and short straights, the exact opposite to Regions Park, well, not the exact opposite, Obviously it's part, which is obviously very long and with very tight bends, and it's not quite 400 meters either, but this one is. Okay, I'm back onto the back straight, 100 meters jog back to our start. We're gonna get into rep number five. Okay, and we're gonna go in about ten seconds or so. Hanging five three two one go number five. Keep looking forwards, arms going backwards. Thank you. And slide to a walk. Whew, good. for nearly a hundred years or more than a hundred years probably and was, was an athletics mecca in its day when all tracks were cinder. There's great stories of massive crowds of people coming to watch races on this track you can think it now it's not brilliantly maintained. But it's great especially in the summer just to come out and do a bit of speed. Okay, coming around to 100 metres, just gonna drop it again. So we're halfway. Takes a bit of time this session with the extra recovery, relative right, to the amount of running we're doing. But well, it's a good session to as I say to get things moving. Okay. Gonna go in ten. For at number six. And you're going in five. Three. Two, one. Go. Well, oh, it's getting harder for my second 100 metres in particular to it into the wind. And I'm sure that wind's getting up. Always does in the second half of your runs. Six reps. Done. Feeling good. Some more company on the track now. Still only three people, four people, four people jogging around. back into a jog. 100 metres across the back here. So as I said, the recovery doesn't matter. You can take as long as you want. You can stay with me. Probably get more from the session. Okay, we're going in 10 and it's about 2 minutes of recovery each time for 30 seconds of running. We're going in 5, 3, 2, 1. Okay. I realise uh, that I'm talking about my session. I'm doing 9200s in about 33, 32 seconds, which is pretty good for me. And uh, I'm taking the recovery. Not everybody will be going at the same speed, so I appreciate sure you be getting slightly less recovery. But then maybe I'm getting slightly more than I need. So maybe it all balances out anyway. It's not the point, the point is how hard you're running the 200 metres. More people jogging around the perimeter. So we're approaching lunchtime. It's not a working day though, so. Okay, i going to jog again. So that's seven done. 10 seconds, 5, 3, 2, 1, go. number 8. So i walk again, get my breath back. Getting a bit harder. track right now and dozens of people jogging around the outside. Everyone's trying their best. I think anyway. Okay, back to a jog. Two more, penultimate rep. No holding back. Today, let's drop it on the penultimate rep. Okay, we're going in 10 seconds. Don't leave anything out here, guys. Let's hit this one as hard as you can. We're going in five. Three, two, one, go. Number nine. Right. Finish it strong. So I'm walking again around the bend. One to go. Last one guys, last one. And I've got carrot soup to look forward to when I get in. Okay. In ten seconds. Five. Three. Two. One. Go, last one. Come on then, put it in. It's your last chance to get those muscle fibres going. oh god I don't think I've done that since I was about 13 slow walk now oh I'm pleased with that that was a good session. Ten reps, not too many. You're working you' working on like me you're working well in excess of your mile pace and you've done over over a mile two kilometers a mile and a quarter of effort. But much faster than your mile face. Good work. All right, I'm going to find somewhere to do some stretches. Probably that lamppost. Telegraph pole, I think it's called. Telegraph pole. Oh, good work. Okay. So I'm gonna lean against the pole and I'm gonna stretch my calf, which has got had a good workout this morning. So we're gonna put our back leg straight. It doesn't really matter what happens to your front leg. And you're gonna push so with a straight back leg, foot flat to the floor. You're gonna push your knee away from you, foot perhaps into the ground. Strengthen the stretch. Push the back knee away. Oh, I'm moving the tail off, Polis. And we're going to switch legs. The other calf. Get that really good stretch. Okay. And then we're just going to go into a little, little squat. So we're going to go onto your left leg. Keep all the weight on the left leg and you're going to drop down into a little mini squat, but not like a proper squat, we're just going to bend the knee, flex the knee and feel the stretch a little bit further down in the calf, down towards the Achilles, Again, keeping the foot flat to the floor, pushing the knee down towards the ground and then we're going to switch onto our right foot, foot flat to the floor, push our knee down to the ground, feel the stretch at the bottom of our calf into our Achilles. You've had a good workout today. Any speeds pushes you off onto your toes or onto your forefoot and onto your toes, which puts more load through the calf. Okay, we're gonna uh, come pick up our quads now. Oh, sorry, pick up our ankles behind us, do a quad stretch. So we're gonna put our knees together, heel up to your bum, push your hips forwards and up for a stronger stretch. And switch legs. That is the same, heel up into your bum, knees together, Hips forwards and up for a stronger stretch. Okay, and then hamstrings. So one foot in front of the other. Your front leg is straight, best bend over your front knee, nice and gentle. Nothing too aggressive. And switch legs. And we're gonna go into glutes. So ankle over your knee, into a squat position. Standing pigeon, those people have been doing loads of yoga at home in the last few weeks. Pigeon stretch, it's really good for our glutes. And we're gonna switch again, ankle over your knee into a squat. Okay, last one, my favorite one. Hips down onto one knee. Push your weight forward so your knee's going across the top of your toes. So there we have a classic example of poor social, listening, uh, social distancing and switch legs. I'm where I am, I'm obviously not moving much because I'm stretching and doing a lunge or a hip stretch. I'm right, I'm near a path. But the path's well, at least two meters wide, and the guy's gone this side of me, this side of the path, to me, not the other side of the path. It's just got to think about it a little bit, haven't we? Right, good, all done. I'm off for my carrot soup. I enjoy. Hope you enjoyed the session. Any questions? Any? thoughts, any ideas, any feedback, let me know. Otherwise, I will keep on going with this and we'll see where it takes us. Until next week, keep safe, keep sane and look after yourselves.